Welcome back to the Cheeky Crypto Podcast with your host, Joe. Now, I've got to say many, many thanks yet again to all the new subscribers. We're nearly at now 1,400 subscribers. It's absolutely fantastic. If you like this content, as ever, go ahead and smash that like. Really appreciate it. Also, if you haven't joined us in our Discord or Patreon, links in the description below. We've got a fantastic community talking crypto 24-7. Guarantee you'll absolutely love it. You won't be disappointed. It's 100% free to join, so definitely go and check that out. Now, it's going to keep it a short one today, folks. Uh, just myself on my own, and the schedule's been uh, absolutely um, hectic today. But as ever, we just wanted to make sure we got you a daily update out. Now, where I wanted to start to begin with, most importantly, I really, really hope anyone who's tuning in today caught yesterday's show, had fantastic comments. Everyone seemed to love it, having All In Crypto on the show. It was absolutely brilliant. An hour-long chat, myself and Mike, with All In Crypto. It's got a fantastic brain in the space. You know, just great channel, great um, ideas, great uh outlook on the market, really bullish on projects that, you know, we're similarly bullish on like Ada, like Dot, like you definitely want to go check out um, yesterday's show. And also, you know, go check out All In Crypto's channel and give him a subscribe as well. Now, let's get into the crypto today because it's been, obviously, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see I've got the roller coaster is back. It's back behind me. It's been a bit of a tricky one. It's been a bit of a, we have been a bit of a roller coaster the last couple of days. So time of recording, Bitcoin's just at 19,400. It's had a bit of a bounce the last couple of hours. Now, I did get stopped out on a trade on this one. Thought there was a possible opportunity that maybe, just maybe, I was kind of hedging this one both ways. Obviously, got long, got a small long position on Zill Open. Did think that Bitcoin could see some resistance at 19.2 and then potentially go down to one more low before we started um, to get, get the bounce up that I've been predicting. Still looking for that um, wave two in that sort of region of anywhere from 21 to, you know, right up to 24K. I think 24K is going to be a stretch, but still definitely possible. Now, kind of changed my mind on this one initially thought that this is where we'd be a few days ago and we'd be on that way up then the thought it kind of looked a little bit more bearish with the move we got yesterday that could potentially you know have been quite a bit of a bear trap i said it took a small position trade at, at, with a stop loss at 19.2 just to see if we squeezed a bit further down again the candles bit of a bear trap got caught out on that one but took a small loss on that one these things happen you move on and you reassess. Not chasing anything at the moment. Essentially, when when this show comes out, I'll be straight to bed after this show, folks. And um, yeah, I'll be looking at the market in the morning, see, see where we're at. Now, why have we got that bounce? Well, if you know, you've been following the last few days, I've been saying that I thought crypto has been wanting to bounce, but it's just been held back by that NASDAQ and equities have just not allowed it. Well, finally, the NASDAQ has seen some relief today back uh, above 2% at time of recording. S&P and Dow Jones in the green as well. Not as much as the NASDAQ, just over one. Uh, Dow Jones is just under 1.5% and S&P is up 1.8%. So stronger from the NASDAQ, but obviously it got hit more, so that's unsurprising. What's also led into that as well, a little bit of a pullback on the DXY, absolutely to be expected. Because to be honest, the DXY is still on a parabola. It's still on the upside. This is just another retracement in my mind. Back to uh, that 109.5 region. 
Do I think it won't be long till we see it back above 110? Yes, absolutely. I've just put a poll out uh, on Twitter. If you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at Joe's Crypto Chaos. Do you think uh, you'll see the DXY at 100 or 120 next? My personal opinion is we'll see it at 120, but, you know, interested to see if people think it's going to pull back to, to um, a clean 100. Now, also looking at the market, we've got Ethereum. Ethereum's been strong today. Ethereum's up 3.5% on the day, currently trading at $1,640. Kind of feel that if it maintains to the upside, right up to the merge, uh, did predict um, you know it to carry on bouncing. Um, if you follow the podcast from a, f- a few days back when I talked about um, some coins uh, that I thought would bounce, if you know, you'll know Ethereum was the first one I called out. Think there's going to be FOMO up to the merge. There's just going to be too much trade activity, too much interest on it. And you know, I do think that minimum, I would be surprised if we don't see 1750 again. It might not get there. Of course, there's no guarantees. But again, kind of thinking 1750 up to 1850 potentially, and then maybe it's hammer time from there. Obviously, if it goes, it goes above two thousand dollars again. Then we're gonna to have to, you know, take a look at this and think, you know, is this looking a bit more bullish on Ethereum? But I would be surprised if that happens. Now, it's been quite an interesting move on a few altcoins as well. BNB is looking strong, um, up 5.2%. There's also been some news out on BNB today, and I'm gonna come on to that in a moment. Um, but yeah, a lot of uh, sort of four or five percent across the board. Luna Classic, no, not one I'm really keen on, not kind of one I'm avoiding at the moment but you know a lot of people are talking about it so probably do need to pay this attention and you know look look a bit more into what's going on with Luna at the moment but again up another 15% on the day it's you know significantly up on the seven days so looking looking there pretty strong at the moment but very very volatile and very very high risk but I'm sure everyone's fully aware of that Another one that's been strong today, that's been strong again for sort of the last couple of weeks now is EOS. It's been pretty volatile, but straight back up, back up 18% today, currently trading at $1.66. Again, this is all about this rebranding to Antelope. So again, possibly a um, buy in the room or sell the news event, along with a lot of these other cryptos, in my opinion. But EOS is looking bullish in the short term. Could it get all the way back up to $2? Absolutely possible. But I think it's going to struggle uh, beyond that, in my personal opinion. And uh, up 40% on the day is, I mean, well, yeah, this one definitely needed to bounce was is uh, Helium uh, HNT. We, You know, this one's been absolutely uh, getting absolutely wrecked. Uh, there's news of, you know, uh, moving over to um, Solana and it, it really did not go down well. I mean, you look at the, the old, this one um, back all time high, all time high, uh, fifty two dollars in in November, and you know it was it dipped under four dollars yesterday. It's actually flown back up to five dollars now. It's, it's up forty six percent. It is pumping pretty hard at the moment. But is this just like a major relief rally on you know something that's been super super bearish for months in a row now? Very very possible. Don't wouldn't be calling a bottom on helium at the moment, in my opinion. But yeah, most like I said, most altcoins are around, around that sort of four to five percent. It's going to be an interesting night. Uh, also going to be interesting tomorrow. If stocks remain green tomorrow, then kind of my, what I would be predicting now is is that 
that that the lows are in for now. Um, if we do get you know a significant move to the upside tomorrow as well, you'd like to think that it looks like that wave two has begun and we're on our way, possibly within the first wave of three waves uh, to the upside. And you know how strong that they are that depends is um, how high we're going to go. Will it be twenty two k? Would it be twenty four k on Bitcoin? All absolutely possible. We're just going to have to see how it plays out. When it comes to trading um, in that range, we're probably going to be sitting out a little bit more if it looks that we're mo- we are moving into that more bullish structure and essentially just waiting to see um, where if there's going to be a swing failure h- higher up. I think that would give you the best um, options to trade. Are we looking to open um, short positions again? If that plays out, but it's all if it plays out, got to be where anything can happen and can we certainly move higher? Absolutely. Now, in terms of crypto news, we've got we've got a um, bit of news on Mt. Gox. Um, this one's quite interesting because initially we thought that there was going to be, uh, you know, the repayments were going to uh, begin and, you know, we had a date. Well, that's turned out uh, to be actually false. Now, Mt. Gox creditors are actually saying that there is no current um, repayment date at the moment. Um, essentially, yeah. As part of a uh, recent Twitter thread, uh, Eric Wall, who's a creditor for Mt. Gox, he's noted that contrary to the news floating on the internet that 137,000 Bitcoin would be dumped into the market soon, the exchange had not yet devised the infrastructure needed to facilitate such a move, and therefore there would be no repayments anytime soon. Furthermore, as things stand, he highlighted that customers affected by the Mt. Gox hack have not been able to register the address where their due Bitcoin and Bitcoin cash payments need to be transferred, signaling that there is no immediate reason to worry about an impending market crash. So yeah, really interesting because it's kind of funny that we were kind of gearing up to this and really expecting all these all this Mt. Gox uh, Bitcoins being handed back. And it's like, no, seems like it was some kind of rumor. Now we're getting it from official force. Apologies, official sources. Um, that um, that is not correct. So we're going to have to see how this one plays out. Maybe there's going to be a delay. <laughs> it's just another crypto story that we seem to get delays with. It's a you know it's a common theme, right? Now I mentioned Binance. This, this is for me um, the most interesting thing story of the day, and this is that they're essentially seeking up um, to to rev up their their BNB blockchain. And what's really interesting with this is, is you're going to hear a lot about this with all projects coming in the next um, you know, few months into next year. I think next year, ZK rollups, ZK rollups will be huge. And we're hearing about ZK rollups on BNB now. So Binance, as we know, world's biggest exchange by volume. And essentially, they're looking to you know, scale up their, their, uh, block, their BNB blockchain, just as many other blockchains are looking to uh, have these layer two scaling solutions and, and ZK rollups. So what will the ZK rollups do? Well, they'll speed up, they'll speed up transaction times and they'll also reduce fees. This is, again, it's just, these are just another one of the biggest players that are embracing um, this new zero knowledge uh, roll-up technology. Now, this upgrade is planned for next year, and it's going to allow BNB to process between five to ten thousand transactions per second, according to the statement they've made today. And you know that's going to vastly outpace the likes of Ethereum and you know competition around them. So, really bullish on BNB. 
been bullish on BNB, you know, pretty long term as is. I like the structure that BNB is in. We know it's had, you know, huge, huge gains um, since it launched. I mean, you look back at those prices, you could have bought BNB at 2019. You're like, wow, if only it had the um, uh, insight to that. And well done to anyone who bought BNB in 2019. But, you know, do I think that BNB has got much more um, price potential in the future? I really do. I do think that in the next bull run, I'm going to comfortably um, see, you know, a four-figure BNB. That's just my 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 opinion, my sort of price prediction. Now, how high could that go, whether it's 1000 or multiple thousands of dollars? Can't say at this stage. I just do strongly believe that we'll see a four-figure BNB in the next bull run. In terms of how low it can go, though, that's quite interesting because, it looks pretty strong at the minute. It, there's an argument for it being one of those coins that the bottom could could be in. However, said it before on this channel, if Bitcoin loses that 14,500 region and looks like we're really going downtown, I think any of these altcoins are going to um, struggle um, to you know hold their, their low prices for this year, in my opinion. But yeah, bullish, bullish on ZK rollups, bullish on BNB. You know, perhaps in the future we'll do it just a podcast on ZK rollups in general, just fully covering them. But yeah, ZK rollups definitely be doing your research on them at the moment. Um, going to be huge on the likes of uh, Polygon and other um other chains uh, in the future. And I think you know there's going to be a lot of um lot of interest, a lot of money when that when that bot, bot we get that bottom of the market. I think there's going to be a lot of interest in ZK rollups. Now. Just before I wrap, wrap this one up, like I said, I'm going to keep this a short one, folks, but we know that there's going to be more chat from the, the Fed um, this week. And look, they're remaining hawkish. Uh, Wall Street's still betting on that 75 uh, basis point rate hike. Look, you can never know what's going to happen. Could could we see 100 points? Absolutely. Could we see 50 points? Yes, we could. Looks like 75 points is probably what it's going to be, but don't don't write anything off. It's still, we're still in bearish times here. Nothing has changed on the macro just because you're seeing a bit of green this week and you might see a bit of um, green tomorrow doesn't mean anything's changed immediately. It's just another relief rally, whether it's a small rally of just one or two days. Sometimes you get relief rallies of just 12 hours, right? Look, not, we said nothing goes down in straight lines. Seeing like that big, uh, you know, big red candle yesterday and like, you know, that psychological dump and, you know, everyone's panicking. And you see, this is what I kept talking about of, you know, this is why I took like the, the long trade I took on Zill, for instance, because I thought there was risk reward there because kind of looking to, you know, I put out again on Twitter, it really shocked me how many people were being so bearish at support. It's like, be bearish at resistance. Don't be bearish at support. Of course, support's going to be broken. And then you can become bearish. That's fine. But to be bearish when you're actually parked up on support, I think, you know, it's not very, very sensible in my opinion. Yes, I did take the the short on Bitcoin because I thought there was a potential that it might have just been done at 19.2 and pull back. That didn't work out. Again, take a small loss and you move on. But yeah, talking about the macro, no change. Fed remains hawkish. And yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see how it plays out. I said, we're literally one week away now from some serious key dates. I said, are we going to see that little last move um, on Ethereum, the likes of Ethereum, for instance, pumping up to the merge, and then it could be, you know, a big 
um, sell the news event. Still think that's got a great chance of playing out. But, you know, sometimes this is the problem. Like, sometimes these things kind of look too obvious. And you're thinking, if everybody's thinking like this, then the way it works out in terms of the price action, and it could just get crazy. It could just get crazy volatile. Like, we could, you know, see really up, down, up, down, up, down. Definitely possible. Um, because you only have to look at the trade volumes. The trade volumes are, you know, uh, getting some good spikes today. And I think there's going to be um, a lot more trade and volume in the next seven days. And then it might, you know, potentially cool off after that if the market does start to move down how we think it's going to move down. But yeah, anyone's trading out there, stay safe. I know it's been a bit more frustrating. Uh, it's been a bit more frustrating for some of the traders out there. I appreciate, you know, did really well last week. Not easy, not as easy uh, start to this week. Look, that's just the way it goes sometimes. Sometimes I always say, is if you're in more uncertain times, sometimes the best thing you can do is absolutely nothing, but just watch, just do absolutely nothing. You know, if you're taking a couple of losses in a row and you're getting frustrated, don't go chasing it. Just, just, just sit back and and watch and and, and relax, and then wait, wait for a better setup if if that's what you're you're looking to do. Of course, none of this is financial advice. Obviously, just please, please be aware of all the risks. But yeah, going to keep this a short one, and yeah, looking forward to being back on. Uh, schedule tomorrow uh, be back on with with mike hopefully and also you know imran's internet is going to be you know hopefully uh fixed um this week so it's going to be fantastic to get us all back on the show but yeah please definitely go check out um yesterday's podcast that we had on with all in crypto and uh, check out his channel and subscribe and yeah thank you so much to all the new subscribers thank you all again for smashing the like really appreciate it and i'll catch you in the next one